GTA 6 gave me my most liked tweet ever. So recently, I had my most liked tweet ever. It wasn't what I expected it to be, but here it is. So, GTA 6 trailer within 48 hours. Maybe, possibly, hopefully, neat. I actually had a segment in Rambles where I was talking about the possibility of the trailer dropping on October 21st, but I removed it because, you know, I was worried I'd be wrong. But this blew up. Everyone's liking it and retweeting it around and stuff, and I'm just like, I was just engaging in the same speculation that everyone was. The reason why people speculate that October 21st was going to be the release date for the GTA 6 trailer is because it, that was the date believed to be like the start of the GTA franchise. Like when GTA 1 first released. But of course, October 1st came and went and that didn't happen. And someone who worked on the original GTA 1 tweeted this out. Apparently, there was still debate online about when Grand Theft Auto was originally released. So for the record, it was released on Friday, 28th November 1997. As evidence, here's a rap party invite Keith sent us the day before from my email archive. And so, yeah. So the speculation that led people to suspect that it would be released on October 21st has now been shifted to the 28th of November. So we have a month or so until the trailer might be released. There's also, of course, the anniversary for Grand Theft Auto Vice City, which is coming up at the end of October. But it seems more fitting, I suppose, for it to be on the, you know, the anniversary of the whole franchise. But who knows, right? But at the end of the day, the real GTA 6 trailer was the friends we made along the way. So wholesome. You can do these little tags now where you, like, show your status <laughs> in tweets. I don't know why. It is not my birthday. I confused a lot of people, chat. That happens a lot, actually, but this one was particularly confusing to people. So I messaged out, It took me 31 years of preparation to make this post. A like would be appreciated. So the joke here was that I said it took me three years to make the pacifist video that I just released. But in reality, it's not like I was working on that video for three years. But it's like, kind of from like, this start of pacifist to then, that's how long it took me to get to the end, you know? And so I was like, that's kind of funny, because it's you know, thinking of things in that way. So anything that I write here as a community post technically took me 31 years to do. So I was like, hey, this community post, I, I spent a lot of time on it, 31 years of preparation. You should like it. But people misinterpreted and they were like, happy birthday, Matt. Happy birthday, Matto. Happy birthday, Matto. Happy birthday, Matt. Uh, my birthday's in March. It was a joke. I'm sorry for bamboozling you all. The definitive guide to my political stances. As I'm not as overtly political as I once was, I do occasionally get people who question what my political stances are. And so I wrote a tweet to communicate them in the best way possible so that there can be no doubt. For those interested in my political stances, I agree with and support the good things. I disagree with and disavow the bad things. Thank you for listening. So now you know, chat. Anyone asks you what your boy Dark Viper EU supports, you got an answer for them. Unambiguous. Why do I play GTA 5 and support Rockstar if I hate them? I'll occasionally get these messages where people will question why I'm still playing GTA 5 if I hate it so much, and why don't I try and take down Rockstar games by having people less play GTA Online. And so, I want to make a statement about that. I get weird comments at times, so to be clear, I love GTA 5 and hold no bad feelings towards Rockstar Games or anyone who works there, even if it isn't mutual. Hell, 95% of my sincere complaints I've made just relate to the lack of security and servers for GTA Online, which no one would defend. I really like GTA 5, 
and so I'm gonna like the people who made it. I, I'm not as doom and gloom about Rockstar as a lot of people. The only thing that really pisses me off is that I can't play GTA Online on stream. This easily. I can't just do some death matches with you guys. If that was fixed, 95% of my complaints done. Yeah, so don't get that twisted. Why people use YouTube Premium. Some people have asked me, why do I and other people use YouTube Premium? Despite that there are other mechanisms available that you can use to block ads on YouTube. Of course, this is ignoring the other features that you can get where you can, you know, have YouTube minimized on your phone and just listen to the audio and stuff. Apparently, there are other, other tools you can use to get that as well. But at the end of the day, the lengths that you have to go to to get no ads on all your devices instantly is just a huge pain in the ass. It's always changing what things you need to have and how successful they are and whatnot. If you want to set it up on your TV to not have ads, your phone to not have ads, your PC to not have ads, you, you need different things and it's just more effort. If you can afford that 15 bucks a month or whatever, it is a frictionless experience to use YouTube Premium to get rid of ads because you just get none. There's never a debate or questioning as to whether or not a browser up update or is going to ruin it or the, the extension itself is going to ruin it. It just always works. And sure, some people can't afford that, but you can understand why if you can, you would go for it. Premium is infinitely more convenient, exactly. Especially with the changes that are coming in January, it's gonna make these ad blocking things harder to use on Chromium-based browsers, which is quite a few of them. Although some of these ad blockers do say, oh, we're still gonna be able to be in business, don't worry. But I mean, of course they're gonna say that because that's, they wouldn't want people to leave. Have to see when January comes by. Intel is back on top. So when the 7950X from AMD came out, their top of the line CPU, I was like, oh, you beauty, I can upgrade from my 5950X. It'll make my life just that little bit easier. Always worth it for me to spend money on this stuff because it helps me business-wise, saves me time so I can work making better stuff for you guys. And then leaked benchmarks came for the 3900K from Intel, suggesting that it was either going to be pretty close or maybe even go better than the 7950X. And I was like, oh, well, I really hope that isn't the case because I've already bought the CPU. And the benchmarks come out and lo and behold, the 13900K is better than the 7950X. Like they kind of go toe to toe in multi-threaded stuff, which very few people need. But in games, it's like a difference of like five to 20%. And so I'm sitting here with my PC that I haven't built yet. And the only reason I haven't built it is because I forgot to buy the storage. And I was just like, shit, if I'm going to build the top of the line, a top of the line system, I may as well get the best. I guess I best switch to Intel. A twist in the story of getting my $20,000 blinds. So the Ramble hasn't come out yet, but I told you guys I had so many issues with installing my blinds. And the dude who owns the business ended up calling me up and apologizing for the complete clusterfuck that it has been. Because there's been even more issues since the Ramble that you guys haven't seen that hasn't come out yet occurred. Um, long story short, I walked into a store to order blinds four months ago for like over $20,000 and I still don't have them. And even worse than that, despite me pointing out all the reasons why there was gonna be issues, I was not listened to. My emails were not answered. As I say, I still don't have them after like four months now. And it's been delayed even further because the thing that I pointed out like nine times that they had to order, they did not order. It's not gonna be even start until November the 4th. So it's gonna be like over five months to get blinds installed in my house. Insane. So the dude calls me up and he's like, yeah, man, I'm sorry. This is not how I went. want to run my business. It's not normally what happens. Uh, I can't make excuses. I, I kind of wish he had made excuses because I would like to know how this happened. Just a, a, a clusterfuck 
at every single point of communication to get blinds installed. Every single promise or time frame suggested by anyone at any level of the business was a lie and I still don't have blinds. But the funniest thing is when the conversation was over and he hung up, he had woke me up by the way, but that's not really his fault. It's because I uh, have terrible sleeping. So I was sleeping during the day. Like I, I don't, I don't blame people for that. Cause I mean, if I didn't want to be working up, I would turn off my phone. But then I'm getting back to sleep and he calls me back again. He's like, Hey, you're dark five AU. I'm like, Oh yes. Yes, I am. He's like, Oh, I, I know your stuff, and I, I, I Googled to see what it was you. And hey, you, you, you do good stuff. I'm like, all right, thanks for watching my stuff. Bye. Small world, but I'd much rather he had not known about my work because uh, I am super pissed off that I don't have these blinds. <laughs> like, like, it's, like, like, it wasn't even just the four going on five months for these dudes. I'd been trying to get blinds for months before then. Yeah, I've probably been getting trying to get blinds now for like a year, all in the hopes of at least a little bit fixing my bad sleep and I just, I cannot believe how difficult this has been. Snooze scamming me with a mattress. What are your countries like in terms of returns for mattresses? So I bought, so I went into a store called Snooze and I said, hey yo, I can't sleep. I can't deal with it. I, I, I would, I would pay any amount of money just to fix my sleeping. So I wake up feeling refreshed. I give you, here's a blank check. Just give me anything you have. They will, Walking around, showing me stuff, having me sit on a bunch of uh, mattresses. And uh, they put me on this thing, did an assessment of me, and they said, hey, a soft mattress seems to be good be good for you. And I'm like, hey, so I've had back issues and neck pain for a lot of my life. Haven't in the last couple of years, but that might be because of the mattress that I have. That I have a firm mattress right now. Uh, is this mattress going to provide me sufficient neck and back support that I'm not going to fall back into that system of neck and back pain? And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, sure, sure, you can you can get this mattress, that's totally fine. I'm like, all right, well, maybe these mattresses have gotten better over the years and this mattress is good enough for that. So I buy the mattress, two to three thousand dollars, I'm not sure how much. And so I get it here and oh boy, the neck and back pain. Oh boy, the pain, the agony. Have not woken up without a little bit of pain at least since I bought the thing. And I'm just like, I call them like, I've done some Googling now, you gave me a, a mattress that specifically is most likely gonna cause neck and back pain for people like me. They're like, oh, that's unfortunate. I'm like, so I asked if I could return it and exchange it for a firmer mattress. And they said, no. What do you, what do you mean, no? You got, you got no returns policy. They know, cost you a thousand dollars to get it uh, refixed to make it firmer. Like what a fucking scam. What a fucking scam. And they're like, yeah, but we, see, we give a comfort guarantee. You can test the mattresses in the store. I'm like, how do you test neck and back pain after sleeping. I'm meant to stay there overnight? Like, what the fuck? And when we were talking about getting it firmed up, th th there's three three basic tiers, soft, medium, and, and firm. They were like, oh, well, before we get it firmed up for you, you should probably come into the store and like test the firmer mattresses. I'm like, test them in what way? They're gonna be comfortable. It's a mattress. I can't stay there overnight. If, if I get a f medium mattress, spending $1,000 to change it, then, then if it's not good enough still, I have to pay another thousand dollars to get a firmer, a firmer again. It doesn't matter if I go to the store and test the medium mattress or the firm mattress, because it's not going to tell me if I'm going to have neck and back pain. And I have no choice but to firm the mattress, because I'm not going to live with neck and back pain for the rest of my fucking life. Good thing I am rich. No, don't time that out. He's right. He is absolutely right. Whenever I get into these situations where I can afford to chuck this mattress onto the street and not give a fuck about it. And I think to myself, if I was a couple of years ago, and this same thing was ha would be happening, I'd be like panicking for like a month. It would destroy my life. It, it, would, it would degrade my well-being. I'd be stressed to no end. And so when I get these situations, I'm like, there must be people who are like me, 
who aren't as fortunate financially, who are dealing with these problems. And I have no ability to fix it for them. And it sucks. Like when I complain about these things, it's not just for catharsis to explain and, and to give a little bit of a funny story. It's so that you guys can be warded away from these things as well. Don't buy mattresses from Snooze if you're in Australia. This is a garbage policy. I don't know what other stores have, but it can't be as bad as this. Like I can understand where like a company might charge you a fee or something, 10, 15% or something to take something back that they might have trouble resending or something. I can understand that. But just blanket no returns policy in Australia? I'd never seen the like. It's, it's complete trash. Finally getting more editors. I had five one hour chunks of try percent. And so it seemed like a good time to use that footage to try to find myself some more help editing wise. I combed through like, must have been like 60 submissions on, on Discord. And in the past, it has taken eons to find even one person even moderately capable. But this time, I actually found two people who can help me edit. So that's a huge weight off my mind, a huge relief. Hopefully this means I will be less bogged down with editing and so I can stream more. There's a lot of stuff I should personally still do that I can't give these people, but regardless, all the minor things that have been bogging down my time, preventing me from streaming and, and doing the important edits, I can now give to these people. And so hopefully there'll be more, more stuff coming your way of a high quality soon. The Chinese YouTube. So I had never heard of this website before, chat. I'm curious how many of you know of it. And then I bring up Pornhub.com. No, it's called Billy Billy. So I was listening to the Linus Tech Tips Wayne Show podcast thing, and they mentioned how they're already having their videos put up on this, which is the YouTube of, I guess, China. And they apparently already have a million subscribers or something. Gonna react to some Chinese stuff. Uh, so it's just like YouTube, but... Well, that's gonna get me content ID. But I, I, like, I'd never heard of this before. Wait, Spy Family and Chainsaw Man? I love both these shows. But yeah, I just think that's kind of cool. So if you've ever wanted to know what the main competitor is to YouTube is in, I guess, Asian regions, this is probably it. Getting my facts and glitches series dubbed in Spanish. On YouTube now, you can have different audio tracks for your videos. I don't know if uh, there's always like the first audio track that is is given to everyone or like it'll detect what region you're in and give different audio tracks. I hope it does the detection thing. Linus Tech Tips is doing a thing where they're having like an AI, you know, read their videos in Spanish and then like syncing them up with the video and the, the person who wants Spanish can change to that audio track. And I was thinking like, as we've talked about before, there's no way I can have every single one of my videos dubbed over in a different language. That just doesn't make sense. I have too many videos who cost too much. But my Facts and Glitches series, it'd be so easy to dub over because there's no person on screen. There's not even like music during the section where like I'm speaking. It's just a chunk of my voice and then the gameplay. So realistically, I could have someone just say what I said for that particular section and then just play it out normally. I'm thinking of seeing if I can find someone who speaks very good Spanish. See, the thing is though, because I don't speak Spanish, I can't like judge how good they are at it. And I, I believe there's different variants of Spanish, you know? I guess I'd have to look into them more. I don't really have time. But it does seem like something that would be really, would well, it be something fairly achievable, you know? 
But like, I need someone more than who can just speak Spanish, right? I need someone with like a good speaking voice for YouTube. Um, and for that reason. But um, at the very least, if I have a mod who can um, speak Spanish, then they could check and be like, yeah, this guy's legit or whatever. A non-controversial controversy in GTA 5. So I made this short. Rockstar Games is going to be in some controversy when Twitter finds out that if you start a hangout with Amanda and never go to meet her, the game will misgender her. So you want to try to reconnect? Oh, there you are. Yes, of course I want to see you. I'm on my way. You failed to meet Amanda in time. The friend activity with him has been cancelled. This of course was likely written this way because it would be correct for every other hangout except for this one. The footage was obviously shot beforehand, but I needed some sort of intro lead-in, and so I was like, how about I make fun of Twitter's ability to misinterpret intention, as in the difference between making an honest mistake versus doing something maliciously, and to blow things out of proportion, which I think Twitter does. Because obviously, this is a mistake, an error. No one has actually been misgendered. It is just a typing error at the end, and so to, to consider it to be anything other than that would be fucking stupid. But so many comments took this as like an actual condemnation of Rockstar. Or saying, man, I can't believe people are getting offended about this. I'm like, are they? It was a joke. I was mocking Twitter. So many people got offended that other people were offended. Who didn't exist. There's so many comments like, I can't, this is what's wrong with the current generation. Like, what are you talking about? It's a joke. Rockstar saves their Google Stadia users. Kinda. So good news to the dozen or so Google Stadia people, you can now transfer your progress in Rockstar games off Google Stadia to other platforms. Apparently, they're giving out like free copies to people who are affected by Google Stadia shutting down. Uh, but it's not just Rockstar doing this, it's like a lot of game developers. So, you know, that's a good thing. Uh, I doubt it's going to cost them a heap of money because as everyone has pointed out, there wasn't a heap amount of people who use Google Stadia or would want to go the effort of talking to support and stuff to get this done, but a good thing for those who do want to do that. Everyone applauded that until a lot of these stories came out. One Stadia player will be losing his $1 million, 1.3k gold bars, and 662 ranks due to Rockstar's condition that they must have played within 30 days prior to the shutdown announcement. Why so restrictive? Do they really believe they're going to be mass inundated with people just trying to move? Maybe they can see the back end of how many people bought the game on Stadia, I, I don't know. Like, it doesn't matter what condition they put. There's always going to be some people outside of that condition who get screwed. It does seem heavily restrictive, though, 30 days. Like, if I was in their shoes, I'd give some exceptions at the very least if a person has, like, a ridiculous amount of playtime or something, but they think people can scam them. I mean, I don't know how the 30-day thing would change that, though. YouTube livestream moderators getting a boost. Uh, you remember all my complaints about how my mods can't do stuff? They can't turn on slow mode, they can't change my titles, they can't delete messages and stuff without muting a person, and that person doesn't know they've been muted and whatnot. Um, I made these complaints at the beginning to my YouTube rep. Apparently there's now a beta. They're adding another role, which is like, I don't know, improved manager that, that gives moderators all those uh, controls. W whether I was the one who caused that to come into existence, I'm not sure. You know, uh, very coincidental timing if I had no involvement in it, you know, so I appreciate it. Be sure to like and subscribe. Also leave a comment if you have something on your mind. My feed gives them to me from all over my channel. It doesn't matter how old the video is. I wish you all the best.